0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the seven figure flipping podcast. This is Bill Allen, and on today's podcast, I am bringing to you one of my days of my Facebook Live challenge. um, By the time you listen to this podcast, I will have just turned 40, and it'll be the day before the one year anniversary of me buying seven figure flipping. So I uh, looked back and I reminisced on the last 40 years of my life, the last 18 years in the military, the last six years of being a dad, the last seven years of being married and all the things that happened to me in the month of June, absolutely crazy with Father's Day, with my son's birthday, with my birthday, with my anniversary, uh, with the one year anniversary of of buying the company, seven figure flipping, all of these things that are happening and um, it brought a ton of perspective to me. So what I want to share with you today is perspective and all the tips that I have in growing and building my business. So you can take them and you can run with them and implement them in your business. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Hey, what's up, everybody? It looks like I'm live, I think. So um, I'm doing things a little bit differently tonight. I'm in day 29 of this Facebook Live Challenge, and tonight I want to talk a little bit about uh, perspective. So it's going to be a little, little bit longer. Um, Facebook Live, and I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that are just kind of popping into my head today. So um, over the past month or so, a lot has gone on. A lot has happened. So um, we've had uh, Father's Day um, for me, my son. First of all, my, my oldest son turned six on June 4th, and so this is my sixth Father's Day that I went through. Um, last week, we had our anniversary, our seventh anniversary, my wife and I yesterday, and then tomorrow I turned 40. So, uh, and then a couple of days later, let's see on Wednesday, um, it's the first anniversary of me buying seven figure flipping. So I've owned the company for one year. So I spent a lot of time today thinking back to everything that's happened over the past I don't know, 40 years of my life. Well, 39 years and 364 days. And then um, the last year and even the last month, frankly. So I want to talk about some of the lessons that I look back on and have learned over the last 40 years, and hopefully it helps somebody. And Um, I really think if just one person needs to hear this, then it's great. And it's a lot of business lessons, but, um, a lot of other things that are kind of going through my head. So I'm going to, I took some notes and I'm kind of, kind of broke down some of the different, uh, business lessons and things that I've learned over these past few years, like five, six years of running this company and, you know, 40 years of life. And in those 40 years, 18 of those years have been spent in the military. So 15 of them active duty, and then three or three to four of them now in the reserves in the Navy. And, um, a lot of this has come from that. And a lot of it's come from the last five years of being in the real estate business. So I wanted to stream this live on my personal page and hopefully, you know, some people get something from it, regardless of whether you're in real estate or not, or you own a business or you're just a friend of mine or anybody. So, um, what have I learned over the past few years? In the beginning, I wanted to retire in my early 40s, so that was my goal of getting started. Kind of um, when I was in the military, I was building this real estate business. I wanted to retire in my early 40s, and real estate did that for me. It's been it's been really amazing these past five years that I could retire today and be you know perfectly happy. I, I don't. I probably wouldn't be fulfilled, um, but I could financially retire and do fine. We could be be happy and uh and and make it i think <laughs> until the end so um but what's happened i think the first thing that i got in all of this was perspective and i'm going to kind of bookend this live video on perspective and cuz a lot of things you know i just Eric Upchurch just shared the uh, operation red wings today and tagged me in his post. And he showed up at the 160th just after this happened in 2005. And I just got finished watching the lone survivor and I hadn't watched it in a few years. I did the Murph challenge with my cousin this year with our weighted vest and I went through that and I thought that was tough, you know, it was a challenge. And then I look back at the times that I was challenged in the military and all the things that I've done and had to go through. And it was, frankly, it was peanuts compared to what those guys had to go through on that mission. And um it just gives you a different perspective i made a post on my facebook page about wearing masks recently and it just has you know hundreds of comments of people on both sides of the issue and i'm not going to say what's right here and what's wrong or how people feel but i really do think that right now perspective is really, really important and looking at things through other people's lenses and eyes and and the way that they look at life and, and things like that. So people have been through all kinds of different challenges and struggles and issues. And the way that you look at things is so, so important. Your perspective on all of this means means a lot. It is really, really important to have that perspective. And so I'll talk about that at the end, but my you know, I come from a different place than you do, and everybody else, and the way that we look at things. So, I'm going to talk about some different things tonight and, you know, some things that I wrote down and thought about. But that perspective is so important, and, and how you look at things and the story that's going on inside of your head at the time. So, that's the first step is thinking about what perspective you're taking on each issue and why. So as I was watching this movie tonight and thinking about what these guys had to go through and what their families are going through still today, 15 years later and not having their, their dads or their husbands um, it's just, it's crazy to think about that. And I have so many people in my life that didn't make it back from a training mission or, or, um, you know, helicopter crashes and airplane crashes and things like that, where it's a ripple effect that goes on for years and years. And everything that we've been through, a lot of you have been through something like when we went through everything with James and he's coming up on another surgery this year at the end of the year, most likely my perspective is totally different now than it was four years ago or five years ago before James even entered into my life. And so, all of that stuff I think is really important to kind of anchor yourself on. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is permission. I, I joined this, this group called Seven Figure Flipping. And when I joined, I knew nothing about the possibilities of what was the potential out there of what you can do in the real estate business and how much money you can make and the impact you could have and, and all of these things. But uh, Andy McFarlane and Justin Williams really showed me that and gave me permission. Andy was a big, big proponent of giving me permission to do more than I thought that I could do. And that was a huge impact on me and my life and my business and all my employees and staff and everybody in the company now is just having that permission and saying, okay, like I can see somebody else is doing it and it's allowing me to do it. And what I realized is looking back, I've had that permission all throughout my life, just not maybe at that level of money-making level, but I've had this permission to, to be bigger, do greater things and excel and challenge myself all the time, whether it was from my dad or any of my sports teams, my coaches, my mentors, everybody out there gave me that permission to do more than I thought I could do. And I think that's what a true mentor and leader and, and coach and trainer and people like that are, is they're out there to give you that push, to give you that permission to say, hey, you can actually do more and be more than you think that you can. So that was a big thing of my life. That leads me into mentors and coaches. Throughout my life, I've had a lot of incredible mentors and coaches that have gotten me to where I am and that I'll continue to surround myself with through time. Whether it's in the beginning, it was you know my family and my, my father and my coaches and my teachers and things like that. And we all have that. And then it was in the, in the beginning of my real estate journey, it was books, it was online, it was podcasts, it was all of these things just latching on to somebody who shared similar values to me. And I was able to take some of the things that they were doing and try to implement them and then eventually it became paid mentors and coaches and and different mastermind groups and different rooms that I could pay to be in that I knew there were people there that were doing a lot more than me. So I'll challenge each of you to say, do you have those people in your life around you? And it might not be us. It might not be seven figure flipping. Like I was a paying member before I owned the company. So I. You got to find that place, find that tribe, find the people that are right for you. But having that mentor, that coach, that someone to push you and give you that permission. And that's what Andy did. You know, I paid to be in that room and he was giving me permission to do more than I could. And that level of permission was so much higher than I'd ever been around before. And so having a mentor, a coach, or somebody that you can lean on is really important. And I've had that throughout my life, whether it be in the military, I have had some incredible commanding officers, some com- incredible department heads, incredible incredible other officers and even, you know, senior enlisted folks that have pushed me along the way in the military. And now it's happening in my, in my business life, life, in my career, I have a bunch of different coaches and mentors and, and leaders that I can lean on and make a phone call to right now. If I have a problem with hiring or if I have a problem with the business, or I'm struggling with, you know, even myself, like struggling with relationships with, um, with uh, with with friends, with family, with all that stuff. I have some people that I can lean on and pick up the phone. So if you have that support, it's really important. And then the mindset piece is the next thing that I wrote down. The mindset and that, like I said in the beginning, those stories that you're telling yourself in your head, are you constantly saying I can't or are you saying that, you know, how can I or I can, I just need this next thing. So those stories that you're telling yourself are so, so important. And that mindset piece is important. So those mentors, coaches, they give you the perspective, the permission, and they also give you that mindset shift. The other people that you're surrounding yourself with, you you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with is a very well-known saying. And it's really important to surround yourself with people who have the similar mindset to you and maybe even challenge you a little bit. You know, they push you, they, they'll, they'll question you. They'll really hold you accountable to the things that you're doing and saying. So um, that, those, were, those are like the big, big things that I pulled out. And then the next step, like going a little deeper is having a plan. So when I got started in the real estate business or anything that I do, I've kind of have a plan. And it's a plan to deviate from. It's not the 100% solution of everything that I'm going to do. It's probably not even the 80% solution. But it's a plan. It's a 30 60 90 plan and a 6 month and 1 year goals. Those kind of things I'll lay out before I start anything. If we're talking about marketing campaign in the real estate business, it's I got to have 6 month. I I got to have a 6 month plan. I can't just have a 30 day plan or I'm going to send one set of mail, or I'm going to make one, uh, I'm going to pull one list and cold call it once or text it, or I'm going to go out and I'm going to build that plan over six months. And I'm going to set aside some money, I'm going to commit to it, and I'm going to dedicate to it. And I think that's a a true testament to my success over time was that I had a plan. And then I stuck to that plan until I got information, different information that I needed to tweak and make adjustments. So I'd kind of hypothesize that plan, I'd come up with what I thought was going to happen, I would test it along the way and then I would make adjustments once I, once I got some of those test results back. And I think that's what any good kind of scientist does, any good marketer, anybody. They're constantly hypothesizing, testing and adjusting. And so I think that's really important. The next thing that I put down was accountability. So accountability is probably one of the most important things that you have. And that's what my mastermind group does for me is in the beginning, it was this like baked in accountability of just, I, I knew that I, if I said something at one of our meetings, I'd have to show up, I'd show up to the next meeting and have done it because No, Nobody was necessarily holding me directly accountable, but I said it in the meeting and I knew that I was holding myself accountable. And so what we've done over the past year is we have baked this into the mastermind group 100%. So we have small group accountability because it's so important to really like show up every week and have other people helping you hold yourself accountable. Some people can hold themselves accountable really, really well. Some people can't at all. And you know that throughout the day. So let's just take my eating, for example, like I love sugar and sweets. And I know in the morning that I'm going to eat my egg whites and my, um, my ham and my fat free cheese. And I'm going to, I'm going to eat really well. And then for lunch, I'm probably going to have my chicken dish. But if you put a donut in my, in my sight towards the end of the day where I'm worn out, I'm tired, I'm stressed, I've had a rough day, I am going to eat that thing. But I know that if I have somebody holding me accountable, like when I have my coach, my um, nutrition coach, I know that I'm not going to eat that donut because I got to log it and I got to log it in there and I've got to present it to them and say why I went over and failed. And so accountability will hold you, like I can hold myself accountable throughout most of the day, but we break down towards the end and that's where we need support from other people. We need support from other people when we become a little bit weak and we all become weak at some point. So what I see in the accountability is, it allows us to persevere through that time, through that challenging time, through that tough time of everything that we do. So with, with me, it's, it's eating. It's, it's, there's times where I just struggle with my own kind of uh, um, like weaknesses and, um, and times of, of poor judgment where I'm just making a quick decision instead of really thinking about it. And so I need that accountability and that allows me to persevere through the days, through the weeks, through the months. And this is a challenging business. It, life is challenging, right? It's a bit of a challenge. So we need some other people around us and accountability is really important. So I'll ask you, do you have that accountability in your life? Who do you call? Who do you show up with every week? Who do you show up with every other week? Like, What do you do? Is it built in and baked into everything that you're doing? Or are you having to hold yourself accountable and find yourself kind of falling off the wagon every now and then from time to time on these things? And I know that I do. And I, I find that i I'm probably one of the, like, I'm I'm very accountable to myself. Like I can be accountable on my own, but there's things and times where I just, I need that support. I really do. And that's what this this group does for me, at least. Then the next one that I wrote down is community. Like having this community of other like-minded people other folks that I can go to that it, it, it just lift me up. Like when you're having a bad day, somebody's having a great day. Or when you're having a great day, somebody else might be having a bad day. And we're just all sharing different information. So for me, the last five years, and I saw this in the military too, like the community that we have inside the military, the tribe, the the brotherhood, it's absolutely amazing. And so when I left that, I, was, I really needed that. I was looking for that. And fortunately, I found it inside of a group of other like-minded individuals like myself. And so- I think that's really important in business and in life. It could be your church group. It could be your community group in your neighborhood. It could be your group of friends from high school or college or wherever you are, or, or it could be other families that are just like you that you guys go on vacation with or spend time with. But your community is so important in your personal and professional growth. So that community is a tribe of like-minded people. And that's really what I love about our mastermind group, because there's just a lot of other people that not necessarily think exactly like me, but we're all looking for the same kind of goal. Like the ultimate goal is some sort of freedom, whether it's time, freedom, financial freedom, something that they want to do and build some systemized business that could eventually run like a business without them. So that's, uh, that's the community. And the next one is the opportunity. Like for me, when I When that opportunity arrives, I need to be in a position where I can see it and I can take advantage of it. So I think that's one thing that's really helped me over this you know, past five, six years of, of my life. And and even before in the military, like I would really look for those opportunities of maybe it was a different job or, or um, a PCS that I was going to make to a different command and just kind of look for other opportunities. I remember even when I was in college, I studied abroad when I was at Georgia Tech looking for an opportunity to do something different. I was able to go to Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii, uh uh, Rarotonga, Tahiti. We just traveled all around like a week at a different area of the country and it was absolutely amazing. And that opportunity opened up and I said, I'm going to go grab it. And same thing with uh, everything that I've done in my life. I really will see the opportunity. I'll make a quick uh, decision of whether I'm going to take it and then I'll, I'll decide whether I'm going to walk through that door or not. And probably the biggest opportunity for me that I almost missed, like it almost just slipped right out of my grip, was buying this company, seven figure flipping. And I remember that like it was yesterday i really didn't think anything of it when justin mentioned it and then he actually had to come back to me and say hey i was kind of serious about selling this company but i wouldn't sell it to just anybody you're the person that i would sell it to uh do you want to have a conversation about it and he really kind of had to reach out to me after a couple of days i was just kind of like "No, this this is not even possible for me this is not something that i'm interested in doing i am a little interested in it, but i just don't think it's right and Um, I'm glad that he did because he kind of had to knock on my door a second time. And, um, since then, I mean, it's been an incredible year. We've done so much. And can you just imagine what it would be like if I didn't take that opportunity? I don't know where I would be right now or what this community would be like that, that I'm leading. So, um, that opportunity, you got to be able to see it when it arises and take advantage of it. And opportunities are out there all the time. You just have to position yourself to be able to accept the opportunity, grab it and run with it. So um, then, you know, then what I wrote down after all of this, right? So we talked about perspective, uh, uh, permission, mentors and coaches, mindset, uh, coming up with a plan, accountability, community, opportunities. After that, the next thing that I wrote down is tactics. So not the other way around, not tactics, then all these things, it's the mindset, it's the, it's the permission, it's all these things, then the tactics, everybody seems to want the tactics, they want the secrets, they want everything. And then it's the tactics. So um, we're constantly searching for new, like these new gold plated tactics, these like silver bullets, this thing that is everywhere, you'll go from community to community to community to try to look for these tactics, these, like the secret sauce, right. And I think tactics they're very similar, regardless of where you are, who you're talking to, what other people are doing. It's about all of these other things. It's about the perspective. It's about the, t- the mentoring coach that has the, the like-mindedness of you, the core values that you have. It's about the mindset. It's about the accountability, the community, all of those things. And then it's about the tactics. So a lot of people are so stuck on the tactics. So I, I wrote down, when we see that it actually takes work and time, we don't want to hear that. So when you're out there looking for this new opportunity, this new business, even with me, with Seven Figure Flipping, when I bought the company, I was like, I already knew what it was like. I knew what it was going to take. I knew that it was going to be a challenge. I knew that, you know, I was going to have to rebuild the accountability chart. And what I had to do was I had to say, okay, um... I have to change up my tactics a little bit, like I have to make an adjustment. it wasn't a silver bullet it wasn't a the key, like golden key to the kingdom i had I knew that it was going to be hard work, and this last year has been a lot of hard work to get where we've gotten so far and I'm incredibly proud of where we are, but it takes work, and people don't want to hear work like they just want to ease into it right so I knew that I had to be steadfast in this uh, in this In business. It doesn't happen overnight. People want the instant gratification. They want the instant success. They want the overnight success. None of us are overnight successes. None of us. Like it's taken years and years and years. Even for me, I went from doing one deal a year to like almost 70 deals. We did like 67 deals and 135 then 187, but that like, it took four and a half months to get my first wholesale deal under contract and, and closed. It's, crazy to think about that. And people don't see that. You just see the overnight success, right? So when I took over the company, I knew that I want people when they come in to our mastermind group to think about three to five years going forward this is not in 1 year cuz i'll tell you what happens you put so much pressure on yourself in 1 year and when i look back over these 40 years i look back at my growth in the military i look back at my growth when i was a you know a young man in college i look back to even the last you know 6 years or so in the uh, real estate business and you know it was it was slow steady growth it seems fast to all the onlookers all the people out there but i've been in this mastermind group for 5 years now since it started and i'm I'm still getting incredible, tremendous value from it because I'm going out there, I'm going in there, and I'm working hard. I'm constantly needing to change and adjust and shift, and the market changes or the the, the tactics and the techniques change and I need to mix it up a little bit or new people come in with new ideas and I start taking one of those and running with it inside the company. So it's, it's not a one-year type plan in anything that you do. And if you try to do it fast in a year, like you can get to a million dollars quickly. So we have this seven-figure club award that we give out at uh, Flip Hacking Live. We did it for the first year last year. And we do that for people who have hit the million dollar profit mark. And you can do it quickly, but you're going to leave a huge wake behind you. You're probably not going to build the right foundation and structure. And if you do it and you can do it that quick, that's great. Like it's absolutely incredible. But a lot of people show up and they expect themselves to do it. And they're disappointed when they don't, when really this is a three year, four year, five year journey with us. And for me, like, that's what I want. I want to be able to deliver increased value for people year over year over year. So. It may be the wrong way if you're trying to go really fast or just like jam on the gas and have no break at all. And I know a lot of us are entrepreneurs. A lot of us are these daredevil type people and profiles. And that's all we want. We just want, you know, higher, higher, more money, more money, more growth, go build, build, build. And I get it. I'm that way too. But sometimes I got to slow down and say, let's build it the right way. And that's hard for me to do. But we all want it easy. I wrote down learning, not living like you're we're learning all the time tactics like let me just read these books, but we 're not actually willing to live the the growth that needs to happen inside of us we're not willing to put in the time and the effort and the hard work that it takes to build a company from the ground up with a solid foundation so it's that's the challenge that we have is um, figuring out the balance between those two learning and living it, and uh, a lot of times it's it's so some people say, just take, take action, take a ton of action. Just read books, go out there and do, 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 do. The living is really important. And, um, like I said, the tactics come after all the other stuff, the mindset, the perseverance, the, the struggles, all of those things that happen, the tactics are just a small piece of it. So, um, you know, we had a church service today that I thought was absolutely amazing. It was a 20 minute video from a guest speaker who talked about devices and he talked about, um, not just your phone and not just your computer, but like microwaves and ranges and the thermostat and all the stuff that is designed to make our life easy. And then he asked a question and he said, all of these things are designed to make things easy for us. But does anybody feel like their life is truly easy? Does anybody feel that way at all? And I sat back and I said, you know what? No, like everybody thinks it's harder now than any time before. And so we t- he talked about turning the devices off and having, you know, an hour a day and a, a day a week and a, a week a year with no devices. With And he's talked about like power off, candlelight, let's play cards at the, at the dinner table and stuff like that. Really cool stuff. And, you know, we all want it easy. We all want that kind of easy button in our business and our life and all the things that we're doing. And that's the piece of perspective. Like when he, he mentioned his great grandmother, like bringing your great grandmother back to the house, like what would they think when they saw all of these things that we're not hand washing our own clothes, we're not washing dishes, we have a dishwasher, we have all of these different things and they would think that are they're like, wow, your life is so easy now. This is like magic. And it's interesting because it's not easy. Right. And so we have all these other things. We have these, this anxiety and all this stress and all this fatigue and, and we're stuck on our phones. And I mean, I just went on vacation and and I got an alert today that said your screen time was down 40% last week. And I was like, that's amazing. But why was it at 60%? (laughs) Like, why was I using that much screen time when I was on vacation? So it's really interesting to think about this. And the same thing with our business is we design these systems and the process and these procedures and all of these things around making everything as easy as possible for us. And then we, we overcomplicate what we do instead of really breaking it down. And you know, in I was, a, I was a test pilot for the Navy and it was all about trying to figure out how to reduce the human workload inside the aircraft. Because as our workload goes up, we make mistakes, we get distracted, we can cause an accident, we can have a crash. We, we can get distracted and, and hit the wrong button and uh, jettison something, or we can do a lot of bad things. And at the same thing in life and in business, we get oversaturated. We get task saturated. It gets complicated and we do want things easy, but we strap on all of this other stuff and just end up making things a lot harder. So um, it, the, the devices, he said, don't form us. He, he said, it doesn't form us and it doesn't connect us. And so connections are really important. In the beginning of this, I talked, about, I talked about that mindset. I talked about the community. I talked about the connections. And connecting with people are, is probably the most important thing that we can do right now. And it's all going to come back to that perspective. But the struggle, the challenges, the issues, all of these things that we go through, that is what makes us stronger that perseverance. It's what forms us and develops us into who we are. So when I look over the last 40 years of my life, I see challenge. I see struggle. I see adversity. I see problems. I see when I was, I, I'm like super short. So I got made fun of growing up all the time. And that was a challenge for me. You know, I really struggled with some of that stuff and then going through the military and and the challenges that were placed in front of me and, and sports. And I didn't make the, the, the Olympic development team that I wanted to make. And then, you know, Going from there and going out and playing uh, college soccer and, and wrestling. When I was struggled in the wrestling uh, team in, in my senior year, I was like, you know what? I just quit. Like, I just I'm done losing weight. I want to spend time with my friends. There's all these kinds of things that happen when James was put in my life and needed heart surgery. Like, I just was like, why me? You know, what's going on here? But these challenges, these struggles, these issues, these things that come up, these are the things that form us and make us stronger. So when I look back over the last 40 years, and my sixth Father's Day and my seventh wedding anniversary and the one year anniversary of buying seven figure flipping and all of these things that are happening, right? And I, I, all I see, I see the struggles and I see the issues along the way, but all of those things made me a better man, a better father, a better husband, a better person, all that stuff along the way that my goal is to grow from that. And this is what forms us and develops us all of those things. So we try to take away all the adversity, all the challenges, all the issues, all the struggles and make things easy when really it's potentially making things harder. So the more you try to control, the less control you have. So a lot of times we need to give it up. We need to say, Hey, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm going to be the best leader that I can. I'm going to build the best business that I can. I'm going to surround myself with people who can help me." I'm going to put in the time, I'm going to put in the work, I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to get the tactics, I'm going to do all of these things, I'm going to change my mindset, I'm going to grow. But you don't have to put these limitations on yourself to do it in 30 days, in 60 days, in 90 days, in 1 year. Like you, just because you see somebody else doing that doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. So, I wrote down four words when he was uh, talking here at the end of his sermon and he said love, joy, peace, and patience. Love joy, peace, and patience. That's what forms us. And the way to them, the way to all of them is through suffering. And so suffering is something that I know that we do uh, and we want to avoid. We really want to stop suffering. We want to stop going through these trials and tribulations and challenges and all of these things. But I'll tell you this, we need to go through that stuff. And if you're in a place like that right now, it's exactly where you need to be to grow into the person that you're about to become. And it might be a long time, it might be a short time, but you're going through something right now. You're going through a challenge and it's to put you in the place that you need to be. And so when I look back on the last six years of my business, the last eight, you know, 18 years in the military, the last 40 years of my life, I see a lot of struggles along the way, but I see this kind of like, I don't know, this evolving person over time. And I'm really excited to see what's to come going forward from here, the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years, because I know that there's just going to be more struggles. There's going to be more trials. It's not going to be easy, but I'm up for it. That's what I want. I want the challenge. And so, you know, it ends with this, that your relationships are everything, the community that you're in, the people that you're around, where you spend your time. If you're choosing to spend your time with somebody, be really smart about it. Spend your time with the right people put in, you're going to put in the work, you're going to put in the time, you're going to put in the effort and make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people, the people that are supporting you, the people that are out there that are looking to help you, pushing you, somebody who's reaching down and somebody who's reaching up. So somebody's reaching down, pulling you up, and then you can reach up and just kind of, you can reach down and help someone else too. So like, do you have that kind of community? Do you have those people around you? This is so important. And I think that's just, that's the recipe for success. It's that perspective the permission, the mentors and coaches, the mindset, coming up with a plan, the accountability, the community, the opportunity, grabbing that opportunity and running with it, then the tactics, and really think about all of that stuff. And it comes back to perspective. Like, what is your perspective right now? So after listening to this, where do you land, and all of that? And it's okay if you're like, I don't have any of that. I don't have the mindset. I don't have the. Um, I don't have the people around me. I don't even understand what Bill's talking about with permission. Like, it just. Where are you? Take some stock in that, figure it out, and then take a step back and say, okay, what do I need to do? Start with that plan, put that plan together and figure out what the next step is. And maybe it's listening to the podcast. So if you're on my personal Facebook page right now, you can jump on the seven figure flipping podcast and have a listen to that. Uh, maybe it's, you know, listen to a, a bunch of different podcasts. Maybe it's jumping in a free forum. Maybe it's buying a book or growing a library and getting a book. Maybe it's going to an event to better yourself personally or professionally. We have a great one called flip hacking live in October. Um, figure out what it is for you. What's the next thing for you? And maybe if whatever business you're in, it's going to find a mentor or a coach or somebody who can take you under their wing to, um, to build you up. Maybe it's going to the church. Maybe it's um, you know, uh, joining a community group, all of these things. Where is your support network? Make sure you have it because that's really, really important because we're all going to hit a wall and we're all going to want to turn around and walk the other way instead of figuring out how to climb over that wall. And that accountability group in that community is so important. So the relationships, this is what it's all about. Business, life, everything. It's about the people. It's about the relationships that we're building. And when I talk about systems and process and procedures, the reason that I talk so much about that and we build it into my company is because I love my people. I want them to be incredibly successful. And I'd like, I'd, I'm trying to make it easy on them. I'm trying to do all the things that I'm talking about today and making it easy for them to do their jobs to not have to work eight hours and work six instead. And all of these things that we try to put in place to reduce the adversity, to reduce the the struggles, to reduce all these things for them. So um, it's all about the people and it's all about your perspective. So, and when you're struggling, like right now we're in a challenging time, there's so much stuff going on right now. Think about your perspective. Like, how are you looking at things? What lens are you looking through? Um, I really challenge you to think about the other people who are going through some serious struggles and issues and big things that are going wrong. And when we do that and we take ourselves out of our issues, we take, pull ourselves out and look down um, from above where we are. We can see that the things that we're going through might not be that big of a deal. And it'll give you some perspective to allow you to push through these struggles and this adversity and then see in the, up the road where like how, how big, how, like what your development has done, how much you've changed, how much you've grown from that and when you look back you're going to say it was just a small bump in the road and that's what all these things are i think they're little bumps in the road so think about that think about your perspective think about where everybody else is and um you know I, by the time let's see we're in a couple days, I'm going to launch this uh, money-raising challenge. I have some people, actually, I have some people on here. I see Jennifer commenting and Jefferson is uh, liking this and stuff like that. So I got some of my beta testers that are watching this. And um, I set this up um, for a reason. It's called a challenge for a reason. It's a challenge, just like everything that we're going through. There's a, it, It's hard. It's not easy. Some of the things and uh, some of the homework assignments and the missions that I've given them, it's not easy for them to do. And they're going to have to put themselves out there just like I did today you know tomorrow i'm going to wake up and i'll be 40 years old and i know some of you guys are listening to this might be 50 or 60 or some of you are 20 or 30 and have no idea where i'm coming from but um you know it's uh i don't know that the big 40 is that big of a deal but i i do know that when i look back on i don't know today for some reason i'm really reminiscing on the past and it was probably the movie that i watched that lone survivor taking me back to the fine helicopter days doing some combat search and rescue training working with the seals and stuff and just you know, thinking, remembering those times and what it was like, and my perspective is totally different now than it was then. And um, you know, the challenges are different that I have now, and I, I don't fear. You know, I, I'm not going on deployment tomorrow, and uh, at least I hope not. And um, you know, it's just different. It's just a, a different different things that are going on in my life, and um, I have different challenges, I have different struggles, I have different issues and different things that are going on. But we all have these challenges. So I've got this money raising challenge. If you're looking to raise money. I think it's a great opportunity for you. And when you see an opportunity, go grab it. And by the time you hear this or watch this or listen to this, it could be out. We could be running with it, Um, but it starts on July 1st. And that is the one year anniversary of me buying the company. So I set up this challenge for a reason. I started it on July 1st for a reason. Um, I want people, it's around Independence Day. It's around this financial independence. I want people to figure out how to go out And raise money for their business and how to talk to people and how to, how to market and how to have conversations and how to um, develop themselves personally and professionally. So you can go to 500kchallenge.com and check that out. Um, It's like I said, it's called a challenge for a reason. It's everything that we're talking about here. It's going to test you. It's going to figure it out. You're going to be, you're going to be living, not learning you're going to actually have to live it. And I'm going to live it right there alongside you. I'm going to, I'm going to do it on July 1st too. I'm going to walk that path with all of you. And uh, I'm going to go through the struggles and the challenges and the issues trying to raise some money for my business and see how I do too. So um, hopefully you guys got something from this. I know it was a long um, Facebook Live tonight. This is uh, day 29 of 30 from the uh, Veterans REI Live uh, challenge that I threw out to them. and um, But I wanted to put this out because I sat down all day and just kind of wrote down notes and was thinking through um, I don't know what it's been like the last, uh, you know, 40 years, uh, 18 years in the military and, you know, five or six years of running this business, uh, seven years being married, six years being a dad and um it's been an interesting interesting journey for me so i don't know hopefully somebody needed to hear this and i don't know where you are at in your journey but i hope you are have perspective you've got permission you've got mentors and coaches around you you've got the mindset you're coming up with the plan you're talking about the accountability you've got a group that is holding you accountable you have a community and um uh, and you see the opportunity and take it you're working on the tactics and all the other things that we talked about uh don't be afraid to put your phone down to turn it off to take some time away and to turn off the devices and and get out there and uh, and live uh, don 't forget about that, so I know we 're glued to our phone we 're glued to the news we 're glued to all this stuff, and i 'm guilty of it just as much as the other person so uh, i 'm going to be working on it. It was a challenge that the uh, pastor threw out to me today, and i 'm going to take it and figure out how to do it and uh, uh, it 's going to be a challenge for me because i can hear I can hear the phone calling me when i 'm not uh, next to it when it 's not in my pocket those kind of things so i 've really got to break myself of that habit, and I hope you guys do too so all right. That's all I got for you. Have a great night. If uh, anybody's got anything, you can drop it in the comments. I'll answer it after. And um, uh, I'll see you tomorrow for my 30, day, 30 of 30 in the uh, uh, Facebook live challenge that I did and uh, on my 40th birthday. So I hope you guys have a great night and I will uh, talk to you later. Hey, it's Bill again, and I want to personally invite you to our biggest event of the year, Flip Hacking Live. If you could copy the exact deal sources, marketing strategies, negotiation tactics, and business systems of the most successful house slippers and wholesalers in the nation, how would that change your business? Flip Hacking Live is a three-day event that we do just once per year, and it's happening October 15th through the 17th in Orlando, Florida. We bring in the nation's top wholesalers and house slippers to walk you through everything they're doing. How they're marketing directly to sellers, how they're picking up discounted off-market properties, how they're doubling their close ratio with the right negotiation tactics, how they're raising millions of dollars in private money, the things they're doing that other investors aren't doing, all of it. These are the guys and gals who are actively doing deals at a high volume in today's market all across the country. You get their full attention for three days. They have agreed to hold nothing back and you'll be right there with them so you can ask questions and get clarification on anything that you need. This is your chance to hack the nation's top flippers and wholesalers and ethically steal their exact strategies and systems. All you have to do is take notes, ask questions, and apply what you learn. But first, you need to get a ticket. We've sold out every year and ticket prices go up every few months. So go to FlipHackingLive.com right now and get your tickets today. FlipHackingLive.com, October 15th through the 17th in Orlando, Florida. This is an event that you cannot afford to miss.